Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast. So great to have you here on the number one motivational podcast on the planet for the dreamer, the doer, and the entrepreneur. That's you. Hey, um, I'm going to be in El Paso, Texas. If you're in the neighborhood, come on down. September 23rd, uh, 10 to 1, I'll be speaking at the Hotel Paso del Norte. I've never been to El Paso. Cannot wait. I love new venues, new environments. It's going to be fired up if you're if you're near El Paso September 23rd it's a Saturday of course of course it's a Saturday right uh the Hotel Paso del Norte El Paso Texas September 23rd your boy will be there to inspire motivate empower the dreamer the doer and of course the entrepreneur let's dive into today's show speaking you know that's wild uh I've been speaking for uh you know for a while now as by a while I mean 20 years or so and I get this question quite often are you nervous? Do you get nervous? Yes, of course I get nervous when I speak. I think everybody does. I don't, when I first got started, let me, let, there, I guess there's different levels of nervousness slash anxiety. So at, on a scale of one to 10, 10 would be just massive anxiety. Like, oh my God, I can't get up in front of anybody and speak. And I get that, man. I mean, you've seen the studies, right? People would rather, they fear death less than giving a public speech. And I get that. I totally get that. So if on a scale of one to 10, 10 would just be like super high anxiety. I just can't deliver a speech. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I can't do it. And one being, meh, you know, I love it. I don't get nervous at all, nothing. First of all, I don't think it's nervousness if you're on the lower level of that, but there's definitely butterflies. There's uh, anxiousness. I think that's how I would best describe like, I'm anxious. I want to get started. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm like, uh, you know, a caged animal ready to, ready to be unleashed. But there is, of course, that, you know, I, I would love to be have this pretense to me and say, oh, no, I don't. I the audience is just it's it, it's my it's my sandbox. I love the plane. I own the I mean, that's, that's just crazy talk right there. Now, I will share with you this, though. Um, when I had my very first big, big break in speaking, um, there was probably, I don't know, 12, 1500 people in the room and they brought me out. I did feel, and I think this is, this is why when you finally figure out what you want to do in life, there, there was just a sense of calm, of peace. Just when I got out there on the stage and, and the, uh, the MC introduced me and I had to speak for four hours. So it was no small task, but I had, as soon as I got out there, I'm like, Hey, I'm home. Like, this is my home. This is where this is where I was meant to be. Now, was I still nervous? You betcha, man. I mean, I was sweating everywhere. I mean, it was on my brow and my shirt was soaking wet and sweat. But as it's something that I think applies to just about anything in life. When you do it, 
as soon as you get into whatever that activity is and the process and it just kind of takes over, you know, you're less focused on what's going to go wrong. Am I going to stutter? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I mean, I'm not like this, uh, you know, perfect speaker. I mean, I've got this stuttering problem that I've battled my whole life. Uh, it's definitely not as bad as it used to be back in the day, but back when I first got, yeah, man, I would, I would trip up. I mean, there were words I just would avoid saying because they were very difficult. You know, anything that started with a vowel, A E I O U or a silent letter like H, like when you say, Hey, one hour from now, or the word hour, O U R, if a sentence started with something like that, I had to really work myself up, like almost into a lather to I saw that word coming and either like a, a vowel or a silent letter before a vowel and I would mentally I'm like, all right, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes and I would just say it. And sometimes it would come out and other times I would just you know, dance around until I got the damn word out of my mouth. But, you know, I'm sharing this message with you today because uh, I am speaking in a few weeks and yes, I get nervous. Yes, I get anxiety. It goes away the minute I get on the stage, though. It just, it goes away. But it doesn't go away because I feel like, you know, I own this place and this, I, I, it goes away because the focus comes off of me and it goes on to the audience. Like, I am only there to serve. That's the only reason anybody would have me at a venue. And by the way, I am so grateful to Elevate El Paso, who's sponsoring the event and having me there. I mean, what a magnificent thing to just have somebody trust you enough with their audience that they would bring you in and allow you the stage to speak to their audience. I mean, that, that's such a blessing. I mean, it's, it's that, I, I also think that's another reason why I don't get all up in my head anymore is because it's such a blessing. Like this is all I ever wanted to do when I was in the corporate game is be out on my own, sharing a message with no attachment to the outcome, meaning, you know, let's take the extreme of it. I want a standing ovation when I'm done. Well, who doesn't want a standing ovation, you know, but I have no attachment to that. You know, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, is this going to get a standing ovation? Is this going to make somebody laugh? And it, uh, I'm not attached to that. I'm there to, I believe God's given me a message to share and I'm going to share his words and I'm the vessel to share that message. That takes all of the pressure off. But heck yeah, I get nervous, of course. And if you don't, like anybody would tell you, if you're not a little nervous, like an athlete, before they perform at a game, they've they've played in the World Series. They're playing in the World Series, but they've been playing baseball since they were they were eight years old. They play in the Super Bowl, but they've been playing football since they were in Pop Warner at, you know, third grade. Do they, would they get nervous before the Super Bowl? Would they, do they get nervous before a game on Sunday? Of course they do. That shows that this is it, man. Like, this is what you love to do. You're anxious to get out there to make a difference and giddy up, you know, let's go. And that I've recorded several podcasts about around the topic. I said it in yesterday's show at one point about my biggest fear is the fear of being average. That's it, right? So my goal is to create a presentation that, the energy level, mainly it's the energy level. It's not even the words because words are just words and they really don't have any meaning except the meaning that we give to those words, you know? So as a speaker, it has very little to do with what you say, but how you say it, that energy level that comes with it. So my goal is to always make sure the energy level is higher once I'm done than when it was when I started. Like that's my number. If I guess that there was an outcome, that would be one of them, that the energy level goes way, way up during and after my presentation. But I don't want it to be just an, just another speaker that came in. 
you know, when we were, uh, when I was in the corporate game, we would hire these motivational speakers. You've seen them. You've been there. They're, they're, they, they work the rubber chicken dinner circuit, man. They'll, they'll go anywhere, anytime, any place. They give the same presentation. And man, this one guy, I forget his name, but even if I remembered it, I wouldn't say it because I don't want to put anybody on blast mode. But this dude was straight out of central casting for motivational speaker. And by the way, I don't like that term. I mean, I, if you are a motivational speaker, this isn't for you. It's me. I, I don't want to be just a motivational speaker. I think it's a way too broad of a term. I mean, it's a sea of sameness, you know. So my goal is to always stand out, never fit in. And that just is way, way too broad of a, of a topic. So not really a fan of that term. But anyway, we, we brought in this motivational speaker, one of many we used to hire back in the day. And he... Every single PowerPoint slide was a Zig Ziglar quote, a John Maxwell quote, a something that literally you could have just, you know, read a few pages out of a book and said, all right, yeah. But he tried, I give him credit, he tried. I mean, he ended up crying on stage telling a story, but nobody else did because everyone's looking around like, well, how did we get to here already? Like, why is he crying? <laughs> I remember we're all looking at each other like, is he crying? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get it. You know how like when somebody tells a joke and you all kind of look around, you know, and you're like, what's uh, what's the punchline? Is that it? Okay. Are we supposed to laugh now? Same thing. You know, so when we had these speakers come in, this guy in particular, he got done speaking and it was like, hey, and it was nothing. It moved, did not move the needle. So really as a goal, as a speaker, I believe your your goal is to have the audience feeling better than they did before you started about whatever topic it is you're talking about. You know, me, I talk about, I'll be talking about podcasting and how to create your million dollar message. That's going to be my three hour presentation in El Paso. And I'll be sharing stories and it's not going to be a lot of PowerPoints. Very, very few. I'm just not a PowerPoint guy. Don't like them, have no interest in them. People don't want to, you know, die by PowerPoint, stare there, stare at slides, you know, all day long. They're, they're there to hear a story and to learn a lesson or two or four or whatever, however many you're going to teach them, and to have that energy level high and leave feeling better than they did. But also, and this is really where if you want to be a professional speaker, not just have them feeling better because anybody can feel better for an hour and then they just go back to default. You know, Give them some meat. Give them something tangible they can sink their teeth into that they can take action on right now to make their situation better. For me, Launching a podcast, creating a million-dollar message. Everybody at that event will leave there with tangible action items that they can do right now to make that happen, okay? So if you're somebody who fears public speaking, I totally get it. I, I hear you loud and clear, but there's nothing to fear. There really isn't. If you have that fear, that means you're putting way too much focus on yourself and not on the person receiving that message. Like that's where the energy, where focus goes, energy flows. So when you place the energy out into the audience, that's where the focus goes. And you're just speaking to them as if you're hanging out one-on-one -on -one with somebody in Starbucks and you're like, hey, tell me about, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is that you're talking about. It's a much, much better way to be a public speaker. It's so, so much more relaxing on that, you know, scale of one to 10. It's going to take you from a 10 down to a five real quick when you do that. That way, and just and, and oh, by the way, embrace that anxiousness, embrace those butterflies, just like an athlete would before they perform in whatever event they're going to be in. That's good stuff. Like that means you're alive. 
Like you got a pulse, like as opposed to that rubber chicken motivational speaker, rubber chicken dinner guy I was talking about. He he could have been in Cincinnati. He could have been in Boise, Idaho. Heck, he could have been in Sydney, Australia. He, he didn't know what zip code he was in. He was just getting a paycheck to give a presentation. He cried. I give him credit for that, but I think he cries during every part of his presentation at that point, and that's it. It just felt very sanitized and something that you would see, you know, on a Saturday Night Live skit, you know? So this podcast, what was the purpose of this message? Embrace the fear, man. Fear is normal. There's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having fear, with having a little bit of anxiety around what you do. I, I just happen to use public speaking as an example. It could be anything. It could be creating your podcast. It could be creating videos. It could be anything out there. Have fun with it. Take the focus off you, though. You got to do that and put the focus on the person who's going to be watching or listening or sitting in attendance and just ask yourself, is this the story and the lesson that I want to share today? If it, if it is, great. Will everybody love it? No, not everybody. It's impossible for everybody to love it, you know? I promise you there's people that go to a Tony Robbins event and not every one of the 15,000 people walk out of there feeling the same way, you know, and that's a guy that's been doing it 50 years or whatever. So don't compare yourself to that. Don't hold that as the benchmark. Did you stay true to who you are? Did you show up like your authentic self, you know, and not somebody else and share a story and teach a lesson? If you did, great. Was the energy high? Make sure the energy's high. That that really is, I think, a paramount in that is that the energy level's got to be high, because these people are escaping from something. They're giving two, three, four hours of their day to you. Keep that energy level high. They deserve that much, and it's easy for you to do. All right, laugh a lot, have fun, and be yourself. All right, folks, that's a wrap on today's podcast. When you're ready to launch your million-dollar message, you know where to find me on Zoom, right? Go to launchmymovement.com, book a call. We'll have that conversation about you and your message. All right, say it with me, gang. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster and that's what i'm looking for amazing people like you hey, i'm always hanging out on the interwebs you can check me out on instagram at every day is saturday let me know you're listening to the show love 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 hearing from fans of the everyday saturday podcast and one last thing when you're ready to launch get on my calendar go to launchwithsam.com you and i are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream are you ready let's do it i'll see you on the next every day is saturday podcast